What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. So I was, did I fuck that up? Yep. <laughs> Three times a charm now? Yeah. Okay. You're going to bring so us in? I was pooping earlier today. Awesome. And I thought to myself, I could get through this a lot easier if someone was just holding my hand. Have <laughs> <laughs> you ever had one that's like, oh my God, I need a little support here? No. <laughs> No, I and I consider myself to be a, a fairly dependent kind of person. Like I, right. I, I've been accused of being codependent before, right. and and I and I will readily admit that. Uh, but I, I can at, tell you right now, I am a strong, independent man, and I can poop on my own. Okay, even if I'm struggling, I will get through that struggle. But the reason mind, I was thinking mind that, comp, the reason I was thinking it was because it was funny to me. It was like, it was like. Uh, I was imagining, like, in my mind, I was imagining some movie scene where a woman was giving birth, you know, and, and, and I know I'm not going to compare my poop to birth, but even though I'm doing it, apparently. Yeah, you are. You're getting really, really good at it. You're <laughs> That's just, not what I'm saying. Folks, I bought Paul a shovel earlier, and he's using it to dig himself <laughs> no, in a hole. No, because it was funny, because I'm thinking this would be a funny a funny scene to have a guy need support, you know, if but, he's but someone's holding the their hand. Here's the thing, though. Moving. Do you, have, I, was, I didn't need anybody to help me poop. It's not, that's what I'm saying. I don't yeah, it's need, really, it's a one-person job. It's pretty you know, much. It's, it's a solo Yeah, it's operation. like making soup. Right, you, you know? don't need help with soup. The, uh, uh, it's funny that you mention this because Mike Hinman has, he's definitely shouted into bathrooms that I've been in. He's like, Joe Bo, you want to push on your stomach? <laughs> Can help me push on my stomach? And he's said shit like that to me before. Right. And then like uh, I was telling him about how uh, the, all the bathrooms in the hospital have a cord. Is like an emergency cord that is, I mean, it comes out of the wall mm-hmm. and drops to, um, and drops almost to the ground with like a knot on the end of it. So that you can, if you fall in the bathroom, you can grab that cord and an alarm will sound at the nurse's station and they have a, a, wow. un, a universal key like that will unlock the this door. Is, this is for people. I mean, this is for everybody. This is in all of the restrooms and all, all over the hospital. The restroom you go in, is that an employee restroom or is it an everybody restroom? I don't want to tell you that because it's a secret restroom. Oh, okay. No, it's not a secret. No, it's not a secret restroom. Well, I'm not, you don't have to tell me. So we have on my unit, there's two restrooms. Okay. First off, let me finish my thought. So I'm telling Mike about the restroom and. Uh, the the and this is all, like all of them, even the patients' rooms. You know they have these. You know mm-hmm. you pull that cord, the alarm goes off, and they'll come and they'll unlock it. You know you don't. People don't realize what happens. I tell you what happens on one of my monitors that I watch when somebody sits down, take a poop, their heart rate goes up because they're pushing, mm-hmm. and then that instant release, their heart rate drops. It's called a vagus response, your vagus nerve. Do you kn- and that's you- how people die. People fucking have that people's hearts. That's what happened to the king. From, that's what happened. Yeah, I don't like calling him the king. I know you don't. Chuck Berry died at 96 years old, uh, probably inside of a woman on cocaine. He's right. the actual king of rock and that, roll. That's more. Elvis yeah. Presley was a really good cover artist and kind of an asshole. Right. That and that's he got an asshole's death, and that's fine. That's, ooh, ooh, oh my god. Ooh, I'm on fire. Fucking yeah. fire. Fuck Elvis Presley. Man. I'm just saying. Like, anyway, that, that, so it is a it is a it's, it's a, a thing. It's a biological yes. stressor. It really is to yeah, poop if you're, if you're pushing too hard. Oh, yeah. okay. It's just like anything. You push too hard. That's right. Shit's gonna come out. It's in everything. In everything. Anyway, so I pull. I, I tell him, Mike. I said, "Yeah, you pull the handle." He goes, "If I pull the handle, do you think somebody would come in and push on my stomach <laughs> and give me help?" 
right. that's all I can think of with you. But uh, I'm just thinking yeah. of that of that rope you're describing. And wasn't there one of those like the Adams family? Was there some big rope and, and you would pull it? Uh, and, and Lurch would and be like, you rang. Yeah, was yeah. That, is that a, the Lurch rope? It is kind of a lurch rope. Yeah, it's okay. like a it's like a shitter side lurch rope. <laughs> lurch rope. Or I'm thinking you're pulling on it, and I'm th- imagining a, a big like a Liberty Bell bong. <laughs> I don't know uh, if it's a big fat rope. <laughs> just imagining other things happening. It's, not the nurses' station. It's like a yeah, not the nurses' station. Like it would right. be like a some kind like, of like other a concierge. The bathroom attendant just comes out of right. a hatch in the floor. Would you like some gum and some uh, aqua di Gio right. cologne? Or it could be like the, a globe theater, a big rope that pulled the heavy <laughs> curtains back or something. <laughs> some kind of theatrical rope. I can't even begin to describe how fucking ridiculous you and I can be sometimes. <laughs> it's amazing. Theatrical See, rope. You don't, you... Let's order some theater. Go on Amazon. Hey, uh, uh, Kevin. I need, I need heavy, a- heavy theatrical, theatrical rope. <laughs> And then the look at the Amazon's AI will look at your past searches and be like, God, give you a pop up. Hey, are you feeling okay? Right. You're like ordering some like heavy strength rope and da da da. Is this like a castaway kind of situation? There should be that where actually a live person comes up and all of a sudden you're talking, you know, camera to camera. You know, we, we've noticed this. There's a trend and you've reached our, our algorithm has just, you just hit it right now. Yeah. Can you hear those alarms going off? That's <laughs> right. the red flags from your purchase. It was purchase the theatrical rope that pushed it over the edge. So are you okay? <laughs> No, I'm not okay. This is like Nosferatu kind of situation going on. Right. Just saying. Uh, Hilarious, Paul. Hilarious. It's been, it's been cold today, so that was the problem. It was a cold. Cold front moved in, and now our, our cold black hearts are even colder. They're just ch- trying is. to chip the ice And tonight, away. It's gonna, it's gonna, by the time you people listen to this, it's going to be much warmer weather because I've been looking at the forecast. But tonight, our tonight, it's, it's going to be like 23 or 24 to fucking degrees. Yeah, and I, that's why I have, uh, I left my house. And I turned on my electric blanket. I have an electric oh, blanket. Yeah, I can't believe oh, I great. broke it's down. Oh, great. It's on fire now. Your house is on fire. Oh. Okay. First off, it shuts off after like four hours or something like that. And it's only like four out of ten. I, it goes up to ten. Doesn't Why don't I, we go through? Didn't they have those, uh, what would you put, uh, some kind of a, a hot coals in like an iron skillet with thing with a long handle? Yeah. That's how you'd warm up the bed. Absolutely. Wonder they had fires a few more times. Yeah, back. and their houses were built out of wood with no fucking fire suppression. <laughs> right. And you put for Christmas is coming. You put actually live candles. Yes, you would light candles on a dry tree. Have you ever seen those trees before? Not anymore because like, they're all like, burned up. Yeah, they're in California right now. Oh Ooh, no, that's, no, that's, I'm no. so sorry. So, look, I've got friends in California, a lot of friends. Oh, and some uh, family. Don't you try and make this like, oh no, no, it's fine. I can say racist shit because I have black friends. Like, don't fucking <laughs> exactly say that's a say. No, just uh, say, I know they're having a fucking. It's a incredibly it's, unbelievable right it's now. It's pretty fucking bad. Yeah. I, 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 man, I feel for those folks. Uh, Fires even coming up to Reagan Library. Do you uh, see that? Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, four hundred five freeway, the Getty fire. Yeah, I guess that is. Yeah, that's right it's, around uh, there. It's uh, now. I, I don't think there's a lot of fuel, like big fuel, big trees. But there's cut. enough and all but that heat. Yeah, so yeah. they're they're uh, protecting it now. Will, 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 mommy, Nancy, will. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. <laughs> I can't handle you sometimes. Here it man. comes. Anyway, I'm just saying it's. Tr- I'm not making that up. I, I, the fire, I the fire is around there. 
I, I wrote some notes down earlier this uh Hey, did they week. move the 707? Isn't that there at the Reagan Library? I have I no idea there. what you're talking about. The, the, the Air, Air Force One, which is not Air Force One anymore because there's no presidents flying around in it, but the old Air Force One 707, one of them, I think, is at the Reagan Library inside. Oh, it's like actually inside? Yes, it's in. there's like a hangar. Why is it inside? Because it would like, get fucked up if it's outside. It's a plane that's meant to be outside. It's not going to fly anymore. Why not? Look that up, please. What? I oh. think I recall. Oh yes, sir. Mr. I think Gaines. I recall during one of the one of the primary uh, uh, debates, when all the Republicans had the debate at the Reagan Library, and in the backdrop was was this seven oh seven blue and you know white and darker blue and whatever the colors are of the and baby blue, baby blue and the blue and. For some reason, I thought uh, Reagan's uh, 707 was in the Presidential Gallery in Dayton at the Air Force Museum. No, there is one there also. That's not the same. They've had more than one. Well, yeah, I know. I just thought there, I thought specifically one of the Reagan That was the ones. Kennedy one that, that's no, in the— Well, they have 16 of them. Right. There's a Ke- But I, I'm pretty sure a Reagan one— Yeah, I'm looking at it. Yeah, no, there's. it's in a, like an atrium, like— of the of the library, there it is, yeah. yeah that's, and I believe that was a cool. backdrop when when the Republicans, when there's like 15 of them during the, um, uh, yeah, it's that's the fire line. That's a that's a aerial shot of the yeah presidential library. There and, you go. Yeah, it's close. Folks, it's like quarter mile away. Yeah, that's not good. No, uh, no, California's on fire. Anyway, so you're cold. You're saying something was cold. You're talking about this morning. I mentioned it's uh, cold now. Yeah, it's cold as said, shit. Well, and it's gonna be even colder tonight. And I don't. We don't have. Uh, house i live in doesn't have um, windows yeah it's a it cave. open it's actually a cave it's like um, a fred flintstone house with just no you gotta, no, it's not like to that shave you like get a get a, like a get like a clam and then get a bee on a, you know that's how he gets that's how he shaves is he I can't handle you he gets a bee and it's and my lawnmower is a fucking bird <laughs> on wheels stone wheels yeah oh uh, no your house doesn't have what go ahead forced air heat oh that's right you have that stove thing. yeah they have the pellet stove which is really effective but like that gets fucking hot it dude. does you've been there for that i mean <sighs> i <laughs> i got the house so hot one you day you cook breakfast on it i you could I, oh, e- I, easily I'll, I'll put like a cast iron i have a small cast iron skillet i'll throw a bunch of spices in mm-hmm. and like orange peel and shit like that and put oh, it on top nice. of the whole house smells really nice but mm-hmm. uh yeah, that thing will get the house so fucking hot and over the manner. If you crank it all the way up and mm-hmm. just let it burn, yeah. holy shit. I, I got the house so hot that the fucking AC turned on. Mike came home and he's like, why is it fuck? Why is the AC so it's on? It's battling. Like, it's dueling ban- yeah. banjos between heat and the AC in the house. Yeah, I was like, fuck, I need to. But I left the AC on. But I, I turned it off. I like, just turned it to vent so it would recirculate some of that heat. and that. That's a good idea. That, that, that's, that ended up working out really well. And... Like it filtered the air a little bit because there's no for if there's no forced air then there's no filtering going on right. and I have horrible allergies so anyway so that's a good idea to um, move the air around uh, Mr. Redman Steve Redman has that Red feature Man. built into his house where he has that has that wood burning uh, uh, fireplace or pellet burning yeah some kind of a I fire. think it's a pellet fireplace and so he's got the intake above it yeah and it's designed to do that to yeah. draw the heat and then distribute it throughout the house it yeah works which really is really well really fucking smart yeah. Um, I was going to say something. You don't, don't have know. heat at your house. You don't have a forced air heat at your house. I And that's what you're complaining about because it's going to be cold tonight. No, I'm not complaining about it at all. And I actually oh. r- really appreciate it because my allergies aren't as kicked up. But it does get to a point where I really have to dust the whole house or something. 
I uh, like it when it's cold it, and to be under just blankets. I do too. I absolutely do. It's it do too. It's it's even better when there's somebody with you, uh, which is awesome. Not really. That's weird. No, it's really not. Oh. No, you're weird. What I just said is a normal <laughs> oh, that's concept normal? in humanity to be oh. to be coupled up with somebody under warm blankets when it's cold outside. I need to research that. I need to. Do yeah, some, maybe some you should. I need to Google that. Maybe that's right. You know, Alexa. You, <laughs> I don't have an Alexa. I'm like you, Alexa. <laughs> what? <laughs> Alexa. You have an entire stable of Apple products here, and you're like Alexa. <laughs> and that's where your Siri. That's why Siri didn't come out with a knife and just start stabbing me. That's where Siri's like, "Hey, who are you talking yeah, to?" Why, yeah, exactly. Siri, Siri should have retaliated and been like, "Hey, listen, you motherfucker, you stepping out on me? What's stepping up? out on me? Have her head go like you this. stepping out on me, motherfucker? <laughs> oh, don't do that. I think I went ethnic on that one. You did. You did. That wasn't a black lady voice. That was a southern lady voice. God, I love some good southern food right now. What are we looking the at? The Flex Seal Clear Boat? Yeah, I don't really am not buying this. I like the Flex Seal idea. I'm sure it comes from uh, you know, uh they say that it's a uh, aerospace grade materials, and I'm just like mm, Look, hold on a really, second. You work in aerospace, Paul. Anything, tell me that. You say aerospace or space age, anything that you make now is space age because we are in the space age. Yeah. Actually, I was thinking the space age I would just made some space age coffee. I I just wrote a space age love song. No, that's a <laughs> That's is an actual. That is an actual song. Song. You know. It's a good song too. You brought your space age water. I did. I did. <laughs> Everything it made, space it, age. made out of space age plastic. Yep. <laughs> Fucking space age. <laughs> the wave of the future. Not the bronze age water. It's <laughs> <laughs> bronze age water. Yeah. I. I mean, I am drinking. That should be like the next health trend is bronze age water. Oh, if we could, where you just filter water, water through bronze, like bronze mesh. Yeah, it gives it uh, positive ions and shit. Yeah, it's got to do something. It helps ra- like ramp up your memory or something. like as bronze can be bad for you. So isn't there I mean, lead I mean, in bronze? Some uh, red, lead. Oh, lead. No, what's in bronze? Oh, uh, no, bronze is actually copper, a copper and tin. Is that what it is? I don't know. Let's look that up. What's in tin? Got to look that up. Tin is an element. Tin is tin. No, oh, right, 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 right. Okay, because it's not very tick. <laughs> tin and tick. Get I don't know what that means. Thin and thick. Tin and tick? What's wrong with you? Oh, no. Bronze has got... Uh, uh, no, bronze is... Uh, Come up with it, because I've got it right It might be bronze. Me. What is fucking bronze? Go ahead. Bronze is an alloy. Copper and what? Consisting primarily of copper, yeah. commonly with about 12 to 12.5% tin, and often with the addition of other metals, such as aluminum, manganese, nickel, or zinc. Okay, so all of those are safe to consume. Mm, yeah. I think... Aluminum, though, they say they used to say aluminum would give you Alzheimer's. Yeah, and that's been disproven. Okay. Because if it did, people say that. They're like, oh, fuck aluminum. They still say that. People don't use aluminum, you know, uh, what was it? Aluminum, zirconium, trichlor of something or other that's in deodorant. Oh, yeah. So, that's yeah, right. we don't, we don't, I don't use aluminum deodorant. Why? Because of Alzheimer's. Well, because of Alzheimer's. No. No, if aluminum caused Alzheimer's and we knew about it and the FDA had ruled on it, then, uh, if you walked into literally any fucking kitchen in the United States, you wouldn't find 90% of the, the, the pots and pans in there are aluminum. They are because it's light. You can store them everywhere and they're cheap and you can fly them. Yeah. You can turn them into a a flying machine, an aerial plane, an aerial plane, aerial plane. (laughs) Um, yeah, the aluminum myth. I, I, one of my favorite things is watching, uh, Adam. What is it? Adam explains. Adam ruins everything. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like I'm like a, a local ambassador for him. 
because I love the, that he researches the shit out of things. It's cited. But Rogan kind of bashed him on some things. Remember he that? did. He yeah. did. But he caught him on a couple things. But Rogan, Rogan bashed him on some things and thought he caught him on some things. If you go back and listen to that, he called him out on it. And Adam goes, yeah, in episode this, episode, you know, season this, episode this of that same show or Excuse this me. YouTube video I did for three minutes or whatever. Uh, I went back and corrected what I said on the show. And Rogan's, oh, he did. Rogan's like, I didn't know that. It was funny. It was funny okay. to hear that. So yeah, he did call him out on stuff, and he and he's willing to admit, you know, I did, I was wrong on this, or I, we have new, there's new evidence or new research or something like that, or we didn't vet this, you know. Well, it's good that he's correcting it then. Yeah. Well, and that's his thing, and he's like, I hate, I know that there's there's misinformation out there, and I hate it. So I yes, I'm. He's like, I was always that kid that was correcting everyone's grammar, which is why I had no friends. So, and now I have even fewer friends, but at least I have a nice fat bank account. <laughs> right. And then we got some money with no friends. Yeah. It's one of my favorite things to do is like, no, no, no. That is 100% a myth. Right. Uh, it's like the, the most recent one that really fucking irks me is that I always thought mm-hmm. uh, it, it pisses me off. Look, the lady all the way to the left. Yes. Do you remember her? Uh, Folks, we're watching CNN. Yes, I think her, I name's, her name is Juliette Kayem. It is. Yes. Former Department of Homeland Security. Oh, her. Do you know what Homeland she, Security who, chick? But who does she look like? She looks. She looks like, like the mutant on Mars. Yes, she does. When when Arnold Schwarzenegger first shows up. Yes, she does. Yes. And she's like read your palm. And she's all got the weird thing on the side of her head because she had a bad. Non- she looks exactly dose. like her. She looks exactly like her. Yes. Yes. Anyway, sorry, folks. Oh, Juliet Kayem. Juliet Kayem. Look her up. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. Um, the, so recently I've like, Oh, thing you hate. Yeah. Well, just, you found well, out something. Well, and, and I've been saying this myth for years and spouting it. And now it's been d- like basically disproven, okay. uh, that, uh, light roast coffee has more oh. caffeine than dark roast. It's, it's a negligible amount. It's not very much more, but it, it's, it's, it is. It's, it's a, it's a measurable amount, but not enough to, uh, really change too much of a human being. So like per pound, it could uh, per pound. The uh, light roast coffee has like maybe twenty percent, twenty percent more. Okay, I'm sorry, twenty milligrams more per pound caffeine per per pound, pound. and you're not using obviously that much, so it's negl- it's a negligible amount. So you could get if you drink like a lot of coffee in a given day, you might get like one more milligram. Right, but here's the thing, that's what people end up doing is they consume more blonde roast than they do dark roast because it's easier to drink. It doesn't have as many tannins and all those other things. True, it's not as punch punchy. It's, yeah, it's not as punchy. punchy. It doesn't taste like you're fucking, I don't know, licking the inside of a charred, charred barrel. Now, like, I, I do like, like probably medium roast if I'm going to go. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I drank light roast a little bit because you were saying, yeah, it's more caffeine, so if I want to really you know, per, perk me up, pick me up. Which is dumb. Whatever. Right? So, I, so I don't do that anymore. But, but the dark roast, like you pointed out too, a lot of the time it gets fucked up because it's basically burned. And so you, people might like the burn taste. Yeah, people get accustomed to drinking that burn taste. And I, I just, I used to drink coffee with tons of cream. Right. Now I don't even do that. I rarely put cream in my coffee. It's rare unless it's shitty coffee. Right. And I figured out it wasn't the cream that I liked. It was the coffee that was shitty. So uh, once I discovered that and I, I'm like, I don't know, I got to like a medium bold 
you know, roast and like, mm-hmm. oh, this is a little bit better. And I got once I finally once blonde roast became like kind of a popular thing, I just went full full blown ape shit because I'll find the lightest roast possible. And I love that shit. I love the different flavors blonde. you get, the blonde roast, or right. even even lighter than that. Okay. Because you can go lighter than that. Like you can go light it's city, light cinnamon or cinnamon or what they call a cinnamon roast. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, albino roast. It has like little pink lines on it. <laughs> it's white. <laughs> Ass. Really white. Well, you have Tourette's? Well, ass. What? Ass. Shit. <laughs> like, lock her up. <laughs> I haven't used the term political Tourette's in a while. Political Tourette's is one of the greatest terms you ever came up with. Thank you. That and uh, and then myself, trashery. Yes, trashery. What manner of trashery is this? I'm almost glad we haven't used that one again. I mean, we're, it's there. It's always there. You've got to bring it up in, at the it's right. It's in the quiver, yeah. always, yeah. at all times. Ready to go. In the uh, batter's box, as it were. This fucking commercial where the guy's half motorcycle, half man. Yeah, it's crazy. Freaks me out. It does kind of, it is really weird. It's a progressive car insurance commercial, and I, it, 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 I don't like it. I don't like the idea of centaurs anyway, because centaurs just freak me out. Now, I realize that they're in, 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 you know, in their context, centaurs are, are powerful beings. Right. Uh, but I really just, I don't. Ugh. I'm not sure I want to see this movie. What movie is? Oh, this is a Christian Bale Matt, Matt Damon the uh, car racing. Uh, yeah, it's about the the Ford Focus. No, it's not Ford Focus. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Ford versus. It's uh, the GT. Ferrari. It's the GT40. It's a Ford versus Ferrari. Ferrari How do you not want to see this movie? I, well, it looks fucking phenomenal. Maybe it's there. We go. Maybe it's maybe it's done well. I love the whole idea. Who, who directed it? I, I love I, that story. I, I don't know. I love the story. Because I had a good friend who worked for... Did you know, I, Joe, this is interesting. We can talk about this. I had a good you, friend, a good friend of mine back in Atlanta whose father worked for... Um, uh, who was the uh, race car division of Ford? Hallman and Moody? I have no Let's idea. Let's look that up in a minute. I may have fucked half that up. But anyway, he was oh. out here. Oh, Hallman and... So people are now car fans or Ford are fans. Losing are their minds. Losing their minds. Now, this is about Carol Shelby and driver Ken Miles battle corporate interference, the laws of physics, and their own personal demons to build a revolutionary race car for Ford and challenge Ferrari in the 24-hour Le Mans in 1966. Sure. Nothing was mentioned about Ford racing development or anything. Okay. Look up back in the 60s, Ford racing. I think it's Hallman and Moody or something. I like wanted that. to look up who was directing it first, see how okay, bad thank he, you. James Mangold. Oh, Mangold. He did... Um, he did some pretty fucking amazing movies. I, you know, he so did. I, uh, he did like uh, uh, Top Gun or something, didn't he? No, what? Maybe was he involved in that? Logan. This is recently. Logan, the Wolverine, which I don't know if you saw. Logan. He, we saw Logan. We saw it in yes, the theater. Yeah, a phenomenal movie. Uh, Three Ten to Yuma. Okay. Walk the Line. Identity. Do you ever see Identity? Well, those no. people are at a, all, you have all these different people that are at a hotel. Jesus, how do, it's how, how do like, we not know that he did all those movies like Three Ten and Human? Kate and Leopold, Girl Interrupted, Copland, fucking Jesus Christ! Back, back up though, I think he did like a mangled like one no, like a, like a first, race car his movie. First movie he directed was nineteen ninety five, and that was a movie called Heavy. Oh, I'm really wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm so disappointed in myself. Oh man, he wrote the screenplay for Oliver and Company. That's one of my favorite fucking flicks. All right, this would be a good movie. That's a, sorry, we, should, a we haven't gone to a movie together in a while, Joe. You know, you don't even really date me anymore. I know. You just expect me to roll over and take it. You don't bring me flowers anymore. Come stains on my pillow <laughs> where you used to lay your head. Oh my Jesus! 
Oh my Jesus. Oh my Jesus. Okay, so um anyway, no, it looks up, like look at the race car division of Ford in the sixties when Ford was out here owning this test track. And I believe it was Holman and Moody. I believe that was the I could have just fucked this up, but it's two words. And it's their and it's their development division that built the GT forty. I think. God, I'm not that wrong. I think it's going to be funny. Uh, let's see. People get ready to throw your oh, shoes. It, it was like a financial part of Ford that said, okay, we need some money to do. I think that I think they were behind this effort. It was like, we got, we got to spend some money here because Ford tried to buy Ferrari. Or something on those lines. Ford said, "Go fuck yourself. You're a shitty American car company." And then, and then Ford said, "Okay, we're going to beat you at Le Mans." They went, "Yeah, whatever." Yeah. And then they did, like a couple years in a row, a few years in a row, with the GT40. I'm really having trouble finding. Okay, try to look up then Holman and Moody, and then I don't know how to spell it, but then Ford. People are just hitting the show right now, <laughs> uh, and. Uh, Please find it. Something that's close. Uh, Holman and Moody. Holman Moody is is an American race car manufacturer, marine engine manufacturer, an Audi racing team. Da, da, da. Okay. The race team built virtually all of the factory Ford racing vehicles of the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Boom. Except for the GT40. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> all of them, except for the one that's most known for. Oh, God damn it. That's funny. Okay, so listen to me. So one of my best friends in Atlanta, who I lived with, actually, his father worked for Ford and slash Holman and Moody. And that's when Ford was running this this track out here, I believe. So and they I believe, had nothing to do with the GT40. Seriously? Yeah, seriously. Uh, they they were all about uh, NASCAR. Um, yeah. Okay. In, in fact, so uh, they, uh, let's see. Holman Moody built Fords that won 48 of 55 NASCAR Grand Nationals, now known as the Monster Energy NASCAR uh, Cup Series, races in 1965, a record that has never been broken to this day. Mario Andretti won, uh, drove for them in 1966 in the Daytona 500, won in 66, 67, 68, and 69. Wow. Um, and then it goes on to like the, what they did in the 70s for the NASCAR. They did stock car stuff. They didn't, oh, okay. they didn't do any so, of that. So, but uh, this part's true because my, my friend's father did work for them. Yeah. And I believe that, I don't know when Ford was out here. When, when, did they, when did they start having their track out here that now Chrysler runs? The, um, they got it from, I think they got it like right after the war. Yeah, I think it was like 1946 or something like that. Okay. So, as it turns out, my. Uh, for those of you who don't know, we have some international and out of state people locally. There's a there's an old air. It wasn't it was an army airfield yeah. in the 1940s. Like and, it was, then, it was, and then it was, Ford bought it because it it's in the middle of fucking nowhere. Right, it was an auxiliary field to Kingman Airfield, but it wasn't right. even really auxiliary. I'm told they actually did a lot of training there. They did like, like it wasn't an emergency landing field. They actually had people there. Yeah, they had a more pilot training was done there. Yeah, so uh, and that was down then, the road here, 25 miles or something. Right. On I so and for. 50 years or whatever uh ford ford owned it and ran it was a ford proving grounds and they tested all sorts of cool shit there and that was also in the golden age of not golden age but the era where ford owned you know uh like ford of europe would bring their stuff out to test here because it's was really the middle of nowhere it's right off i-40 but it's like kind of down in depression like it's like it's a it's a cool spot. And I-40 wasn't built during most of those years when yeah, Ford I've, had it. So it was I-40 really didn't come through and wasn't complete until 73 or 74. So, like, it, it 
it was really out of the way. I thought the last then, chunk of it was like in the early '80s, actually. The last piece maybe somewhere was, in I forty out here. Maybe somewhere. it was early '80s, but anyhow, anyhow. So they were out here in the middle of nowhere, and well, Ford and, and owned this thing. Ford for decades. sold it. Yeah, they for decades, and then Ford sold it to Chrysler, and Chrysler has been using it since like mid two thousands or something. So like I that. think that had influence on this town too of Kingman because I believe they it was kind of a Ford town. It was absolutely a Ford town okay. for the longest time. It was a Ford town, much more than it is a Chrysler town now. Right. So. Um, uh, my, my, one of my good friends in Atlanta who I, uh, uh, was roommates with his father worked for Holman and Moody of Ford would talk about it all the time. Now this is long before I even knew about King when I was going to be coming out here, but he would talk about, they would go out to Arizona and do testing yeah. on these race cars and shit all the time. It was here. Obviously they have a high speed track that rivals most of them in here in the States. The only one I know of that is a faster track. I know that, uh, Steve and I, Redmond and I talked about this. The only one I know of that's a faster track in North America than Ford, the, the Chrysler Proving Grounds is uh, one that's out north of, uh, I think it's north of Edwards, or it might even be south of Edwards. There's a, a Hyundai has a high-speed track there that is like a six-mile oval. I've flown over and, it. And you know what I'm talking yes. about. So you, yep. so you know what I'm talking about. That, yep. they, and they have like an off-road Proving Grounds as well, but they have that high speed, and they rent it out to fucking anybody and everybody. Like mm-hmm. they have their... And if you try and look at it on like Google Earth, you can't really zoom in. Yeah. Because they paid Google. Hey, don't please keep this blurry. Right. And I mean, that son of a bitch. It's like the one that, uh, the one track that I would love. If I had like one wish to drive a car as fast as humanly possible, I said, where can you, where do you want to drive it? I'll go to the Volkswagen test track that's in somewhere in, somewhere in Southern Germany. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, it's so, the straightaway is so long that you can't quite see where the track curves up to go into the bank turn at the end because of the curvature of the earth. It's like a seven mile straight or something like that. How's that, six how mile is that straight. possible? If I have, I, well, if the earth is flat, exactly. The Germans figured out anything, even if the earth is flat, they'll put the curvature. So in what there. they did to perpetuate the, the, the falseness that the earth is round falseness. <laughs> Boy, there goes your argument right there. When you start actually look at you, you really falseness. got in, You got into character of the ignoramus that says <laughs> right. that the, the, the is well, that, the, is false, that, is the they, falsities of this trashery are impeccable. Is that they carved some curve into the surface. That's it. To give the impression that it's got a curve. That's it. And uh, that's how they pull that off. That's just just amazing. Because, Thank you for torpedoing my story, by the way. That was oh. just fantastic. So that would be a good point. Because if you're going to test something really fast, you don't really want to go just do it. Who knows what's going to happen if out you, here on a road? Go Coyotes, back, are, if you go 150 miles an hour around here, a fucking coyote can run out in the middle. I mean, it's destroy, a problem. It is a problem. Cows, free-range cattle, oh, too. It's yeah. bad. So if you go back on, into the YouTube archives, uh, James May, Captain Slow from uh, uh, Top Gear, when just, Top Gear was just, good. Just reminds me of him in that wine cellar in France talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> talking about that. That 1930s, whatever wine that. No, no, it was like night. This is a 1916. Oh, yeah. And he was explaining to, to the old woman, the proprietor of this, this French establishment. So this was here when the Heinkel, when the HE, whatever German were flying over during World War II. This wine was. <laughs> he was just. <laughs> And she's and just she's looking just at looking him, at and him. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with this guy? <laughs> James May is you if you were on a show like that. And in British. You would say, and British, which you're a little Brit. You have a little bit of British. Yeah, it is kind of a... I know you, ha- I, you hate hearing that because you're part Burns, but... Um, I'm more Celt than I am Brit. All right, well, you still got some of that nasty Brit blood. Sorry. 
fucking colonial. I, I told I referred to the United States as the colonies to Portia the other day, and she's like, Did you just refer to the United States as the colonies? I was like, yeah, I was giving I was using cheeky British humor. Right. Anyway, James May, uh, they call him, you know, Captain Slow was like a running joke for like twenty yes. years on that show. But they put him in a Bugatti Veyron, one of the first generation Bugatti Veyron, so it would hit like two hundred fifty five miles an hour, right? Right. right. Yep. And and it's a great ten or eleven minute bit of of uh, of engaging television because you have this guy that gets in this car that's the fastest production car on earth, mm-hmm. uh, and it's you know obviously it's a hypercar, supercar, whatever you want to call them, and. He goes, he's talking about this Volkswagen test track, and he said, I had to sign a non-disclosure agreement that was 60 pages long. Does not just say for, anything about it. Yeah, that yeah. We, we, uh, we can't talk about where this is. We, I can tell you that it's uh, south of Berlin, but that's only, you know, 100,000 square miles. Mm-hmm. Uh, da, 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 and then he explains the track and all this stuff, and then he goes out and he drives this Veyron, and he's giving commentary on, like, a GoPro inside, and then we've got a GoPro's, like, out on the outside of it. And it's really engaging, folks. Just look it up, uh, James May Bugatti Veyron, and you'll see this t- track that I'm talking about. It's a and it's a really cool video. Um, but then at the very end, he just goes, oh, "It was uh, it was strange to. Uh, I thought I was coming to a stop, and I was still going over a hundred miles an hour because he gets. It, you can see like on there, it's it, it's kilometers, but it's like kind of mm-hmm. translating. He's like, right, uh, this and this and this and this, and they hit two fifty three, two fifty four. And I think that hit he hits either two fifty three or two fifty four, and then it kind of hangs there for a second, and all you hear is engine noise, no soundtrack in the background, just engine noise, and then uh, he shuts it down, and he's still going hundred miles an hour. He said it's very disorienting to uh, think that you're coming to a stop. You've gone that fast, yes, and you're coming to a stop. And you think that you're close to like, oh, I'll just open up the door. I'm still going 100 miles an hour. Yeah, so when you're driving, and, when you've done that, and then you go down to like, say, 70, it literally feels like it's, oh, my God, can we drive any still, slower than this? Which is a, kind of dangerous, I feel. Yes. Uh, but anyway. But yeah, I've, ever since I saw that video probably 10 or 11 years ago, I'm thinking, fuck, that would be the place. That would be the place to open up something. And I know that they do crazy high-speed testing there. That are that's way beyond what you and I could possibly imagine. Over three hundred miles an hour oh, is yeah. the rumor, uh, but that you know it's not open to the public. It's actually in a uh, what is that? Area? There's an area of West Virginia that's uh, you know in the United States. You know where West Virginia is, right? Yes, <laughs> I do. There's an area of West Very. Virginia that is complete radio silence. No cell phones work. There's no radio frequency interference or nothing west like that. West by God, Virginia. West by God, Virginia. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember the, the, uh, the all of the reasoning for it, but a lot of it, it has to do with national intelligence, and there's a lot of there's data farms there and all sorts of things. Oh, is that where they, uh, what they call the, uh, what you call it? It's like uh, a dead zone. Yeah, but it's, uh, I'm going to screw this up. I thought somewhere in West Virginia, or was it Virginia or West Virginia, it's like a, a second uh, government install installation also where it's like a, uh, and it does exist. It, it's this is not just bullshit. It's a uh, what the fuck is that place called? It's like underground, and it's a certain area. Oh god. Oh, it's the uh, the fa- not the farm. There's the farm, and then there's the punk. It's NSA CIA. It's like a shit like that. yeah, but a lot of this, um, but but I think I think if the Washington gets totally nuked, and the and and the government needs to go somewhere. Uh, the people that run the government or ruin the government, how you want to look at it, can, <laughs> they, they all go there, and they can still have a government. It's uh, what the fuck? I I know I know where you're, it's like a disaster center or something like that. Okay, so this is uh, 
Western Virginia and Eastern West Virginia, which I know that's a weird, that's a mouthful, but you know what I'm talking about. I understand the border, yeah. Uh, it's a national radio quiet zone, and no radio transmissions. They're heavy, heavily restricted by law to facilitate scientific research and gathering of military intelligence. Not even grunge rock radio? Right. Speaking of radio, <laughs> actually, we need to talk about radio when we come back. Let's go to a break. Fine. Folks, Google National Radio Quiet Zone, and you'll be like, oh, yeah, the government's listening to us. There's something else we're going to Google, too, or look up for the people, and we didn't do it. So, Wow. Sorry. Sound real passive-aggressive. Yep. I'll, I'm going to therapize uh, call. Uh, please Jesus. do. I'm going to therapize Paul. Please therapize Paul. yourself. I'm going to therapize Paul. I need some so therap- therapization. Therapization. <laughs> we'll be back with more treachery.
I'm gonna. Joe is pointing at me. I pointing at you so that you came in at the right time, not oh, yeah. fucking jump the gun like you did before. Uh oh, couple topics. The Greenbrier is the name of the resort thing that you were talking about. Yes, yes, there's okay. that. Yeah. Uh, which is a it is a resort that you can go and visit, but it also was the site of a secret bunker that was built that's now been for to sit Congress. Did it say? Yeah, it was Congress for okay. Congress to go. If uh, they got in the event out. that something like happened, a, yeah, yeah, uh, it was. Uh, then there's a few other facilities around there, but it is in that national radio blackout area. Right, so this is the whole called. area we're talking about. Yeah, it's yeah. In west. It's Western Virginia and Eastern West Virginia. Okay, and if you people don't understand that, pause the podcast, get on Google Earth, and look at what I'm talking about because there's a very fine line between being from Western Virginia and from West Virginia. And yeah, what's called Eastern West Virginia is. Yeah. No, well, no, culturally, there's a big difference. Oh, I'm, I guarantee there is. One of our uh, one of our listeners, her name's Ashley. Shout out to Ashley. She's currently in somewhere, in, I forget the name of the town in Western Ashley Virginia. Who? Ashley, I don't, I'm not going to say her last name. Oh. I'm sure I don't, she's friends with me on Facebook. We. She was a traveling, or is a traveling nurse, and she was not in Cayman for a year. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. she was traveling for a year, and we got to be pretty good friends, and uh, she's currently back there hanging out with family and she's due to be, I think she's coming back here this, uh, for the season. But, uh, I made somebody said, Oh yeah, you're going back to West Virginia. And I was like, she's from Western Virginia. And somebody goes, that person that was like, what's, what's the, the what's the difference? And I'm like, what's the difference? Ashley, do you want me to calmly explain it? Or do you want to just go off? And she's like, well, I, I appreciate you trying to keep me from committing felonies at work and everything, <laughs> but I've learned to control it because you know, you have to control yourself even in the face of ignorance. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit. I, I love her. A, she's fucking nice southern, but not southern. She's got that West real Virginia nice way. western Virginia accent. Yeah. And it's just really, it's soothing, but it's also sexy. And it's like nurturing. And it's like, I, she's just a, she's an absolute sweetheart. Gotcha. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, there's a difference between western Virginia, west Virginia, and eastern West Virginia. Yes. Anyway, but that, that's, that's, where, where that's where this so is. So that's all taken care of. It's the Greenbrier. The Greenbrier. The Gettys. The Gettys. The Rothschilds. The Queen. The Vatican. And they're all, and the, and they're the, all meeting the, at the Greenbrier. <laughs> that's where they meet every... And the Colonel before he went tits up. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, how could you not like the, the Colonel? colonel? <laughs> because it's a well-known Fox Sunny gem that he puts up. <laughs> I can't. I can't stay in character because it's so funny. That movie is 25 years old and it's still fucking hilarious. If I could so I wind, an axe I think I would give up all of my net worth to be able to wind the clock back and be able to be in the studio during that one scene. Oh shit, yeah. I would give everything away just to be there and just just to lose. I'd probably die anyway at that point. I would laugh so fucking laugh hard. So hard. My, Smart I would get a, have a hernia and something else would get broken. Right, yeah. And then I'd just die and then go, well, he died. He, oh, well, he, he, he was he happy. Died. He was laughing so hard. You'll be listening to the credits uh, dedicated to uh, Paul Gaines and his heart. <laughs> Smart ass. Smart ass. <laughs> if you people haven't seen So I Married an Axe Murderer. Oh, God. First off, what the fuck are you doing with your life? You should have seen it 50 times by now. I don't care if you were cups born. of coffee at the, at the, at the poetry. Uh... He's like, excuse me, I asked for a large cappuccino. <laughs> Hello. The things were about this big. I know. Uh, they were, yeah, they're like the whole like half a gallon. I <laughs> love that movie. It's so funny. Just everything fucking about it from beginning. Now, I think hilarious. I might go home and rewatch it. Like, I haven't seen it in forever. So I'm off at least YouTube the key scenes at least oh, to satisfy me a little ass. bit. Um, so I'm going to get some like sourdough bread tomorrow. Yeah, This from, is like a week late. Who are you getting it from? The Bearded Baker. 
Well, te- I mean, you're also getting west of third. West of third. West of third. And I don't think the Bearded Baker will be there. No, but I, maybe. You might. He might, you might be. Look, might the Bearded Baker, I like to consider a personal friend of mine. Okay. Uh, we work together on uh, Mojave Pride. He makes fantastic food, man. He is a classically trained baker. He makes everything from like scones to sourdough bread to. We muffins. should have him on the he show. Made, I better be a big to come on the show. He made like a. Oh no! I, I can absolutely. We should absolutely okay. have him on the show. He made. God, it was. I had it. It had been sitting out for at least twelve hours, and it was still the best goddamn coffee cake I've ever had in my entire life. It was like wow. a pumpkin. <clears throat> it was like pumpkin bourbon maple coffee cake or some shit. And I'm like, what fucking abomination is this? This is. This is mana from heaven. This it recharged me, made me rethink my life. Did it really? Oh no, it was. It was, but really, like I love, I love good coffee cake, and that, and that was hands down the best I've ever had. So I saw a recent blurb or something on uh, on Facebook from West of Third saying they've got uh, sourdough bread is going to be here today or whatever, and I think yeah. it was today. It was going to be there fresh, and I, I I thought about it in the morning, and I just got sidetracked eight different ways. Yeah, and didn't and so I just texted uh, Sarah from West of Third, said, "Hey, is there any more that left?" She goes, "Yep, too too low or two whatevers," and uh, <coughs> excuse me, and um, she wants one, and I will be having the other one. Good, good. And the only problem with that, I can see right now, I haven't even had it yet, but it looks like it's going to be good. You're going to eat the whole fucking thing in one sitting. No, well, that's probably going to happen. But the other problem with it <laughs> is that, like, I had a, you know one of my good friends, George, the cook guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. back east. Like, so if we would go shopping together ever, uh, he would usually when we walk through the either the either the bread or the dried meat sections, he would make sure he was behind me, and because he would usually then pull out a long loaf of sourdough usually or of a baguette a ba- baguette. Yeah, baguette or or a, or a a meat a sausage of some kind or a long stick of pepperoni and just kind of whack me in the head uh as i'm looking forward how long have you been friends with this gentleman 25 years or something like that at least okay keep in mind 25 30 years tw- okay 30 years is 1989 it's 35 years somewhere around there 1985 84 Somewhere around there. Did you guys meet in – weren't you guys friends in college? Uh, high school, actually. Okay, so he, 1981. So I, I'm I, 38, and I was born in, in 81. So let's uh, – you graduated in 1981. It was like 81 so, or 80 or somewhere so around there. Let's call, it, long. let's call it 40 years. Okay, then. so he uh, he tells the story that he, he cast his eyes across the street as I was mowing the lawn. <laughs> That's how <laughs> – That's how we met. <laughs> I love that. I love that you guys have been friends so long that you can do shit like that. I've only been friends with Jeremiah for 21 years. Twenty, Yeah, about 21 years. Right. And we're almost to that point. Where right. I, like, he's probably, that I still maintain, like, regular contact with. He's probably my oldest friend. Right. And uh, we've been through a lot of ups and downs together, seeing each other through hellish fucking circumstances and still support each other. But he will say, he would say something like that. Right. He'd be like, well, he was, Joe was trying to give me hand jobs for free pot. And he, what he didn't understand is that I would get stoned and give him free pot anyway, but the hand jobs were a plus. Like awesome. he's fucking yeah. said shit Same like kind that. of thing. Yeah. Same kind of shit. I, it's, I love having good friends like that. So probably now if I were to go back uh, to Atlanta and happen to be in a grocery store with George, I'm sure I would be carefully maneuvering around to make sure I was behind him and him not being behind me because all he has to do is like a Pavlovian response to him. If he sees a, like a big basket full of <laughs> baguettes, you know, he'll pull one out and just whack me in the side of the head with it. Ah, that's great. 
That's fucking, that's like the athlete version of patting, or that's like the non-athlete version of patting someone on the ass. So that's the problem with the bearded baker sourdough is it comes in a, it's not, that's my whole Circling point. Bat, so, so he should make baguettes so, so that people you, can whack so each other. So people can whack each other with his yeah, sword fights and whatnot. Yeah, in, in the store whenever How he gets How homoerotic of you. I think that's, I find that incredibly telling and we hilarious. do it with your shirts off and play Top Gun music while you're doing it. So oh my kinda. God. <laughs> Playing with the boys. Playing with the boys. Oh, God. <laughs> We've referenced so much cheeseball music on this episode alone oh that I, I should put in like five different breaks. Right. So I'm going to have, oh, by the way, for Thanksgiving stuff, if we do whatever, I'm going to go and order, just because I feel like it, I'm going to order a pie uh, from the Bearded Baker and have one made. A pie. Oh, a pie. A pie. I what heard up. I, said? I thought you said, I'm going to order a pie. Oh, up, up, up high. Up high. And I'm like, what? Like you're, Down like, low, you're a little fucking, like you're fucking better than the rest of us or what? Oh, you you sit there in your fucking ivory tower, <laughs> Fucking games. one percenter ordering up high. What does that <laughs> mean? Ordering up high. That means that I take priority of all of you because I'm a one percenter. Sorry. You Panama Papers motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but the beard. So check it out. I, yeah, I don't know, I don't know like, if you can buy. Like him on Facebook. Yeah. Check you, out the stuff that's going on. The Bearded Baker. He'll make a bunch of stuff like these super badass brownies that were I'd never try, but you, you can order. Because, hey, man. They making, are all. Everything that he makes is good. Making four more batches of this. And he'll, he delivers. He'll deliver to your that's, home. That's true. And uh, so. So there you have, or you can buy some of his stuff at the, at the west of third. Did you see what the, what you can order from him, folks? Okay, go to the Bearded Baker on Facebook, like his page. Um, he said, because we're currently a small bakery, here is what we're doing and the pie flavors available. It's pre-buy sale only. Pre-buy is available until November 9th. Limited number of spots on a first-come, first-serve basis. Okay. Due to the nat- nature of cottage law pumpkin pies, uh, and pump- excuse me, cottage law, cottage law, folks, is, means you can make shit out of your house. Not make shit. You can make certain foods, consumables, out of your house and sell them under cottage, what they call cottage law. You don't have to have a storefront or a restaurant or anything like that. You can make them in your own and kitchen. And it varies by state? It does vary by state, but most states go by the same guidelines because the guidelines are kind of set. Because they're lazy. They're a national Fuck it, we'll just do what they're doing. Kind of Essentially, thing. well, you get a good standard and you just stick to that standard. Sure. Um, pumpkin pies and pecan pies, you can't sell those. Uh, so you can't ask. Don't ask for those. Make those at home. They're easy. Yes, they are. Betty Crocker, the the the, the best pecan pie I've ever had is the same one that I've all I've I've also made out of the myself. book. Out of the it's classic out of the fucking Betty Crocker. Like if you if you have the old Betty Crocker three ring binder, yeah, the, I can tell you with I don't the red know what, and white kind of uh, the, the, uh, what do you want to call it, pattern of the uh, like a red and white plaid like plaid, a like yes, a like you. a uh, like a picnic table yeah table cloth. cloth yeah um I even know I don't know what page it's on but I know that in the pie section the pecan pie recipe is half on the right side of the page and you flip it over and it's half on the le- the other half's on the left mm-hmm. side of the page I've done it I've used that recipe so many fucking times so pumpkin pies. It's easy as shit, people. Just, just, just make those and, yourself. And back to the Betty Crocker pecan or pecan, however you want to say it, pie. Uh, why fuck with the pie? It's perfection. People try to add. Like I've had, I don't like them. People always, oh, we have a lovely chocolate pecan pie. Gross. On a at a fancy Too restaurant. Much. It's like no. Now the only thing, you, if you can add flavors that complement <clears throat> the right. pecans, and it's sure. not pecan, it's pecan. Right. 
But okay, the, so like, but if what you I've can't made, do it right, fuck it. Just have the classic. Yeah, if you Betty old crust. Exactly. Thank you. If whatever. you're trying, like, if you're if you're experimenting, this a few weeks before Thanksgiving or Christmas. You're making a pecan pie. Fuck around a little bit. See right. what happens. Add some bourbon. Add some. I like bourbon and maple syrup. But don't mind. But that's just that's just adding flavors that that complement the pecans. That's a known complement to the pie. Yes. But don't experiment and sling that shit on your fucking guests. Yeah. In other words, don't experiment and go, oh, this is the first pie I've tried with uh, grape bubble yum. uh, (laughs) And if you want to experiment like that, that's fine. But don't just don't don't do it and then bring it to the party. As my uh, chef friend of mine told me years ago, learn the basics before you start trying to improve things, you donkey. Right. Literally. Fucking Tyson Brown said that. That's to me why multiple you times. do scales on the piano yes. and guitar. Yes. You gotta, get your, the, yes. gotta get all this down. Anyway, so no pumpkin pies, no pecan pies, just because of the nature of the ingredients that are in there. And he, he doesn't have a storefront. He's working out of his home. In this case, he's eggs. Is that the eggs? Is the I think issue? it's the. I think that's what it is. Okay. Okay. So, first pies twenty five dollars each. Each additional pie is twenty dollars. Delivery, delivery to Kingman and Golden Valley is included. These were your, this is amazing. These are your choices, folks. Apple, Dutch apple, which I love that he makes the distinction and that makes me cry a little bit. Apple, Dutch apple, apple pecan, cherry, cherry crumble, blueberry, blueberry peach, peach, and peach ginger, which if I like peaches, I think peach ginger sounds amazing. Um, like, like him on Facebook, Bearded Baker. We're not getting anything from this except Paul's going to be ordering pies from him. I've been trying to right. be healthier lately. I might order something from him. Do I also you, like to bake too, so I... Do you have I, a choice of one? If you were to be one of those pies only... It would probably be apple pecan because I would just like to try that. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of uh, leaning that way. Yeah. So the Bearded Baker on Facebook, name's Gideon, awesome dude. Yep. Please order from him. And tomorrow, if you're, if you're in Kingman and Golden Valley, if if you're uh, you know if you're outside of that area, sorry man, just like come, my drive bad. on in the drive just, on in the Kingman and see Sarah at West of Third. Yeah, and go get some go get some good stuff. Buy some everything else there. So there's that. There is that. Okay, where are we at? I don't know. Should we talk more about impeachment just a little bit, just to touch on it? Because we have the past like four episodes or three episodes. Well, so here's the deal. We don't know anything more than we knew. Uh, Stop talking about the CNN anchors. She's not an anchor. She's a guest. Wait a minute. Let's look at her. She's kind of attractive because she's uh, a, oh. Oh, she got braces? Is she 12? Holla. (laughs) Stop it. She looks like she's 12. You dirty old fart. No, look at her. No, wait. Now I look. Now she looks like she's 12. She doesn't look like she's 12. She looks like she's 14, 15. (laughs) Inside like the, she's not twelve because she's not awkward in her skin. She's learned how to the do white her hair. Supremacist movement. Oh, it's just up our yeah, alley was, right yeah, here. Yeah, right. Yeah, she. No, this is uh, uh, L. Reese. Uh, I think is her. I think L. Uh, Reese. I think is her last name. Yeah, okay. she uh, was like raised in a white supremacist compound. Oh, wait a minute. I think she was on a podcast recently that I listened yes, to. She's she on uh, uh, on she's, the. Uh, she's been making the circuit. On the uh, yeah, she was on. Um, Oh, the dude that I don't care for his monotone voice. Sam Harris. Yes, that guy. <laughs> you got it. Ding, 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 ding. Ding, <laughs> I called out Sam Harris on the last episode because he, uh, uh, you know, his people that call into his, not call in, not like like his call in or phone in interviews yes. always sound like shit. They do. And he has millions and millions of dollars in the bank. Right. And Rogan has... Uh, I mean, we're talking about somebody from just across the country. Yes, that calls that calls and does an interview on Sam Harrison. Sounds like shit. Right. Rogan has a dude, you know, uh, Ed uh, Snowden Ed was Snowden, calling from yes. Russia. It had very little delay, <laughs> and it sounded fine. 
There must have been a lot of post editing. I don't think there was because I like people. If you look, they do it live too. Yes. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't think there was much post in there. Okay. Anyway, especially considering it went live at this time and then posted uh, on into the podcast. uh, in the podcast app within like right. 10 minutes or something of the, of the video cutting off. So there was no post. So by anyway, the time you guys so hear, 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 this, you hear this, tomorrow in our world, they're having, it's Thursday tomorrow, and they're having the vote in the uh, full house, I believe, uh-huh. on to Halloween move, to, to move forward, if they're going to move forward or how they're going to move forward or whatever. Right. I don't even know exactly what they're, but I know that this is a vote to move forward on the impeachment. It is a uh, floor vote to see what kind of support there is and make it official. Right. Because if you waver from the floor vote to the actual official vote, if I remember correctly, if I'm trying to remember my government class, no government, it's just government class. If you do, if you call for a floor vote, it's going, all right, motherfuckers, we're done bickering about this. Where does everybody stand right now? And then they'll, they'll just do a tally, and that's a floor vote. Mm. The official vote is when, uh, and everyone's required to be there for a floor vote. Right. That's that but is tomorrow. Really, that, yeah, that's tomorrow. The gig. That's tomorrow. For yeah. us tomorrow. Yeah, for, for us tomorrow. The thirty first. Yeah. Just or. No, October thirty first. Tomorrow is Halloween. It is Halloween. All Hallow's Eve. That's right. So uh, anyway, that's happening. So that's happening, and it's a big thing. It's uh, no matter where you stand on your politics, this is a historical situation. And my prediction is, it's going to be most, if not all, the Democrats are going to vote for this because that's what is going to happen. Potentially, yeah. And I think that a probably a fair handful of Republicans are going to do it too. These are probably ones that, of course, don't give a shit if they're going to be elected next year. Perhaps they fall in that camp. Right. Or uh, their districts are kind of on the fence if they they can swing Democrat or Republican, you know, on one of these, uh, uh, what do you want to call it, districts that's, uh, district that's on the, uh, turn it, what would you call this politically? Uh, swing district. I oh, guess. yeah. You, yeah. You'd yeah, have yeah. a... Um, one that that could go, you know, one that's not solid like Mojave County is. Yeah, pretty solid Republican. Yes, uh, that would be one way to put it. So um, that's one way to put it. Probably that's like the nicest way to put it. Probably Gosar will be voting not for this. I'm just guessing. I'm guessing. Yeah. Ugh, I just ugh. some of the politicians that we have around here are just like they're scraping the bottom of the fucking barrel. And I know it's a product of like the remoteness of the area and and whatnot, but goddamn, right. Like just, so it just, it just annoys me. But anyway, so do we? It's nothing else really. That's huge. there's nothing allowed. significant to report. You on people know what's going right on. If, you, if you're paying attention, uh, you you know where it's at. It just it is fascinating though because I have been watching, without going into detail. You know, I I, I have this network. Uh, I've got this app for uh, for uh, Directv, whatever, uh-huh. and I I've been flipping around at certain points to watch the cable. Call it news. You know, CNN, Fox, and I've been flipping around to, it's truly like you're watching different, you're on different planets, obviously. We yeah. all know this, how it's presented. But there are some, Fox has, has actually made a few statements. They're coming around. They're not 100% on the Trump wagon. Right. Not 100%. Just saying. Yeah. It's not, mm, it's not as defined as it was before. Yeah, it is. Clear it is so, the edges are starting to soften like cream cheese getting ready for a cheesecake. Okay. Got to let it room temperature. No, I'm well aware. I'm, I, I got it. So it's still the or same shape. It. It's still the same cube, but it's softer. I think I might have to make some cheesecake this uh, winter. What do you think? Well, we for, talked, for we talked about offline uh, to make a, because I thought, I, I, it is a thing. I looked it up, uh, having a chai, which of course means tea. but Masala chai. Masala chai cheesecake. That's got to be a good flavor. It, uh, it, it has to be. I guarantee it's a good flavor. Because, you know, 
you have that kind of tea, hot tea. You can add a lot of cream to it also. I mean, it's all the same family of flavors. You can't fuck up a cheesecake by adding masala. Right. Can't. Which is just cardamom, ginger, cinnamon, and clove. So how's that going to fuck it up? Yeah, it's you really you really can't. And it's. Yeah. I was telling you that I made one of the best desserts I've ever made. I like to make panna cotta because it sounds impressive and it looks impressive the way I serve it because I serve it in martini glasses. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually I'll take I'll make just vanilla panna cotta with vanilla bean and you know your heavy cream and all that mm-hmm. and I will put uh, I will put a pomegranate juice reduction mm-hmm. so it's sweet but also tart on the top nice and then shave uh, dark chocolate like shavings of dark chocolate on the top and that's a that is a quote unquote panty dropper I've seen me drop my own panties because I I ate my own dessert my panty, that's how much I fucking my love. panties are coming down on their own right now just thinking about it Paul hates so much of, of Paul loves my panna cotta so much he doesn't even wear panties anymore that's right they're it permanently caught, fucking caused burned me off. to change changed your ways <laughs> changed my there's life. before my panna cotta and then after my panna cotta and panty my, panna cotta <laughs> that's didn't even think about that. That's funny. That's close. But um, I know I made a chai uh, chai spice. I hate saying chai spice because that pisses me off. No, it's I masala know. chai. I try to break myself of that. So the anyway the uh, but presentation is important with everything in life, and uh, and uh, like you said, you, you put this in a, in a martini martini glass. glass. Yeah, I'm thinking to myself, what wouldn't look better in a martini glass? Also, I mean, like Chef Boyardee ravioli. Could you put that in a martini glass? Yeah. and that would make it look better. I don't. I don't like the ravioli. I would say the 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 the, the spaghettios with meatballs in the martini glass. In martini glass. He's fine. Have you ever seen a a a a, a, a pinup girl like semi nude woman in, in a martini, a martini glass? glass? Yeah. Yeah, those monster martini glasses. Beautiful woman is you know is is a is a great thing. Beautiful right. woman in a giant martini glass, even better. And that was back like in the forties. They were doing doing that shit, right? Jesus, so, that's when you saw it. <laughs> no, you're old as fuck, man. I'm get, making a point here. It's like yeah. we discovered plastics and industrialized plastics in World War II, and then you know we made the clear bubbles for the B seventeen bomber, yeah. for example. And then someone after the war goes, you know, what we got to do with this plastic. Let's turn that <laughs> shit upside down and make put it a angle. big martini glass and put a half naked chick in yeah, there. Exactly. Woo! War's over. <laughs> yes, we can. And then that's what it didn't take long. Fucking Rosie the Riveter went from that to being fucking Mary the Martini Girl. Right. <laughs> fucking, we can do it in this glass. <laughs> Horrible. Anything that happens before long, first of all, it's going to happen first because of war. And then when all that shit's over, going to turn it into sex somehow. Somehow. And that's how, and, and yeah. now we have the baby boomers, which is the worst generation ever. No, right. I'm just of- kidding, folks. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just. Kidding. Right. Relax. Yeah. I can't throw an entire generation under the bus because my folks, my mom, stepdad, and dad are all part of the baby boomer generation. And and they they feel that. They feel they know that they're they know that they're the there's a shitload of baby boomers out there that are causing fucking problems and it makes all of them look bad. Yeah, they're not causing so your parents or your mom, whatever, whatever they're, they're, they're not, they're not causing my, problems. Yeah, they're not yeah. they're not really causing the problem. I mean, and it's not like they contributed to it. It's not like they actively fucking they weren't they, I mean they weren't, you know high power import export like you know you were in the 80s they were <laughs> grinding away to raise me like uh, you know and uh but they weren't you know one percenters stealing once you get on past the fact that you once you stop loving the airplane for an airplane and love it for a vehicle to move product around it just changes everything it changes your whole perspective on shit man it's like it's like, it's like doing acid you, you can make so much money you can buy a hundred of these airplanes I can't believe you didn't do any I'm of that so, shit. I'm kidding. I, I mean, I just it just blows my mind, folks. I asked Paul, "Hey, man, do you know anybody from that? Uh, was it American Made? 
It's like, do you know anybody that did this? And you're like, just kind of stared at me. You're like, do you know anybody that went to prison for doing this? And you just kept staring at me. <laughs> did you ever fix these people's airplanes? Kept staring at me like, don't ask me these questions because I don't want to answer them because someday we'll talk about it on the podcast. Not directly. But yeah, I mean, I know I'm people that were sure heavily you, involved with it. Yeah, fuck yeah, I bet you did. Well, I, I mean, told you that people they almost got, that's how they got caught. You know, is it, well, they, well, actually, wasn't that one story I told you about where someone walked into a, a area they shouldn't have walked into, and they went, "Holy shit, who are they?" And then they left, and they said, "We got to get the fuck out of here." Yeah, because they're going to tell somebody what's going on. Anyway, it's, it's not good, dude. Yeah, I, um, I, I've stumbled upon some some shady shit. Like I definitely stumbled upon what I'm fairly certain was a clandestine uh, meth lab mm-hmm. out in the out in the mountains uh, near Golden Valley. I also stumbled upon what which blew my mind uh, uh, an operating or well, it wasn't it was operational. It wasn't currently operating moonshine still. Mm-hmm. But it was a giant moonshine still. It was like a 200-gallon still. Wow. It was big. It was an old fuel oil tank that was... I walked up to it, and that shit was still warm to the touch. I was out on my quad. I mean, this is out north north of town. Way, I mean, 25 miles from any, anything. Mm-hmm. Probably 10 miles from any structure. And just happened upon it. Thought I saw smoke, and I walked over. I could see like where there was... Uh, I, could, I felt the, like, the tank... And it was still kind of warm, and I'm like, I need to get the fuck out of here. There's a little shack and all that shit. Mm-hmm. That stuff makes me fucking nervous, just because I remember stories. My grandfather telling me stories, and I, you know, you hear about things up in Appalachia that there's shit's booby trapped. <clears throat> they'll have pits around them and you know, stuff like that because they don't want people snooping around that shit. Nope. The meth one is what freaked me out because I all like a drunk moonshiner and i just said ah, no, don't worry about it let me buy some moonshine from you like you can usually do that meth head i don't want to fuck with some dude no. who's making meth i don't want to mess with some cook like that i watch breaking bad um Ooh, did you watch the breaking bad fucking the movie thing? no oh the, have, the, the, the movie on netflix yeah the movie on netflix you i, didn't I, watch I it? gave it five minutes i thought okay i can't commit to this right now but because it was oh. like it was pretty good it was really good no is it, it was is it, it, ex- is it excellent good no it's excellent good it's okay that is every bit as good that two-hour movie is every bit as good as an entire season of Breaking Bad. Wow. They packed in a lot of stuff. It, it Please, please watch it soon. Right. Like, it's really, really good. So here's the other thing with that kind of stuff. I'm flipping around, or not flipping around. You're going through, like, it's late at night. You go, I'm just going to see what's, all, what's new releases on Netflix. And then you see people on Facebook talking about certain series that come up, you know, on Amazon Prime or Netflix or whatever. I'm going... All these look really, really amazing. I can't. I can't do this. I can't. Yeah. I got shit to do. Yeah. I mean, seriously. I'm, I'm not being like, oh, I don't watch television because I do watch good movies and I'll watch something. I'll do that. Yeah. But it's like if I if I really watch these things that that people say you've got to watch this, you really should watch that. It'd be we're, we we spend usually a few hours when we do this. For example, this would be an, an example of something that could get. In theory, not chopped, but it'd be like, hey, you're doing stuff. Like if you're going home cooking for people, or you got shit you're doing, you're working at night. You, there's only so many hours in the day, and if of you course. don't have another actual real hobby or want to spend your time with other people and doing stuff, you can't watch all these fantastic shows. You just can't do it. Right. So anyway, that's my end of my soliloquy. Your soliloquy. I don't know. I'm just saying there's a lot of good shit out there. Obviously, Amazon Prime, Netflix, they're all making a shitload of money, and they're paying a lot of good actors and good writers. Yeah. And and they're making sets and doing shit. You know, they're making, they're cranking out a lot of good stuff. Tons and tons of good stuff. There, yeah. and, but there's a, there's a bunch of garbage, too. But, like, there's, 
you wade through some of that garbage, and it's really, really what good. What is that one series? I think uh, Tim Schwitter told me I should really watch it because it's kind of right up your alley, Paul. He said it's like uh, the alternate America that actually happened. Uh, it- oh, uh, Man in the High Castle. Is that it? Yeah, it's on Amazon. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's a... It's a is that if, if Nazi Germany, Germany? Yeah, if, if Nazi Germany won the war. Or do you tell me that? Is that what you're saying? Is that why you knew it We both have told you about that. Okay. I've actually never seen the series. I've never seen a single single episode. Then why did you tell me I should watch it? Uh, because I read the, the book, and okay. it's phenomenal, and right. you would love it. And I know that the show was incredibly well done. Tim and I have very similar tastes in, mm-hmm. when it comes to movies mm-hmm. and TV shows, so that he's one of those people. He was one of a very short list of people that if they tell me you should watch this, it immediately goes on my onto the queue because I and you haven't watched I, it because yet. I, I just haven't watched it. I just, yeah. ah, I just sometimes you don't have well, time. You get addicted. So I, there you go. It's one of those things. It is one of those things. And I, I mean, I do, I, I do a lot. I have a lot right. of activity, a lot of things that I'm doing, and I don't always have. All that much time, and now I sh- what I should do is what I used to when Netflix first started streaming service, or mm-hmm. when I first started using it, like eight, nine years ago, whatever. Was um, I would watch Netflix like I would watch network TV, where Monday night me and the girlfriend would watch this show, this episode, and this episode of these shows, and then Tuesday night we would watch this episode, and this, and that was what we did, mm-hmm. and eventually it, it it ends up being like. Thursday night, fucking what was that? Uh, must see TV like on NBC, like and shit eventually like that. you you can't work on a, your Porsche anymore because you're watching too much TV. Yeah, it's crazy <laughs> how you knew that. And then I sold my Porsche in in 2009. But you know, you know what I'm sorry, saying? I'm not trying to DV. It's like you, a giant fucking regret in my life. That's, and, that's you know what I'm saying though. That's my 914. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, but yes, you're no, okay. and, and but you're correct, and and that's one of the reasons why I purposely distance myself from shit like that because I know that I have the tendency to just lay around for ten hours and binge watch a show. Well, and it's but here's easy to what do, I do. It's, it's a fantastic show. It's easy to do. It's easy to do, and then I just kill. It kills productivity, and I yep. don't get. I don't edit this podcast. I don't do this. I don't participate right. in social activities, and then it's a nasty repeating cycle. Now, what I've learned to do. To keep my motivation, I've been doing this lately, to keep my motivation, keep from being lazy, I tend to wake up like on my days off, on my brain chemistry being all fucked up from working nights. Like tomorrow morning, I'll probably be up at 4 a.m. Okay. Almost, that, and that's a Thursday morning, that's a normal thing for me. Or, uh, yeah, is it Wednesday? Yeah. So, what I'll do is but I tomorrow's, will... tomorrow's, what? Wednesday? What is today? Today's, oh, today's Wednesday, today's tomorrow's Wednesday, Thursday. Tomorrow's Thursday, right. Sorry. So, what I'll do is I'll get up early. If I wake up at between 3 and 4 a.m., uh, I will w- watch this or watch that. Or I'll put together a list because I'm definitely going to be – it's cold as fuck. I'm going to make some soup and all that. I'm going to go to the store and get some produce. Friday morning, I guarantee you I'll be up at 5 a.m. because the new season of – shit, I lost it. I'm so excited for it. I can't remember the name of it. It's uh, 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 Silicon uh, Valley. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. Um, Which is coming soon. No, it already came. But the, the first episode was this past Sunday. Really? Yes, you missed it. Yeah, now well, you can't watch I'm, it. Now I you can't, can't watch, watch it. it. Yeah, it's like it's broadcast gone. TV. It's gone. You didn't fucking record it on your VCR, did you? I didn't know it was already happened. Uh, okay. All right. No, the goddamn... The character, like Patriot Games, Clear and Present Danger. Oh, uh, Jack. Uh, Jack Ryan. The new yeah. the new season of Jack Ryan, second yeah. season of Jack Ryan drops on Friday. Okay. That's with Jim from The Office, like that, like that. Mm-hmm. And it's that first season, I was like, it was like eight episodes of pure intensity from beginning to end. And it was a great series. So I would just, and for a, they greenlit, they greenlit the second season before the first season premiered. 
Wow. Based off of... So they knew it was going to be... That well, ba- they showed, like, made a bunch of... Gave access to a bunch of executives at Amazon, said, you guys need to watch this and let us know. And they're like, you're greenlit. Start filming as soon as possible because we don't want to wait a full year. But they did wait a full year. So, new Jack you know, Ryan... You know what that also means? Is they've got a shitload of fucking money, too. They have... No, it's, well, not, it's not like, oh, we got to see if this works. We got a certain budget. They... They got a pile of money. They have a pile of money. They're just like, do it. fucking do it. Yeah. And Marvelous Miss Maisel, which I know that's a series you haven't watched yet, have no, you? No. It's a fucking great show. But I, I was going to say, I'd be more than likely to, now, talking about time-wise and all that, I'll, I'll be more than likely yeah. to watch the uh, <laughs> the Breaking Bad movie show. He's like, it's a movie. It's a two-hour commitment or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Watch it at night before you go to bed, something like that. Boom, it's done. You know, it's not like it's- If uh, I were you, what I would do is do what I did. Either get up early before your staff comes in. Mm-hmm. Or after they're gone, p- fucking put your iPad away and sit there and just watch it like you're in a movie theater, right. which is exactly what I needed to do because it is dense with flashback references and things like that to I can that. see that. Because it, it literally heavy movie. Re- Remember when Jesse gets in the car and he leaves? Oh, he just hauls ass he and hauls busts, ass through out the, of there. busts through the gate? And that's it. It starts as soon as he busts through the gate, and that's okay. the beginning of, of it. Now there's some flashback scenes and things like that with him and Walter and and stuff like that. It, that that fleshes out, kind of ties up some loose ends, which is it. It's almost like uh, uh, it's like tidying up, you know, a little mm. bit of uh, house cleaning. Is there any speak. like big surprises? Never just mind. watch it. <laughs> don't ask me questions about it. Just just watch the motherfucker. And don't watch it before you go to bed. Okay. Get up in the, you know, because you, I know you, you fall asleep easy. Just, just, yeah, well, I'll, I, I'll fall asleep right now if you want me to. Yes, I am aware that you can fall asleep better than most of the fucking people on the planet. Gotcha. I don't understand that. And I'm, I just, I, I'm, if I'm flying along, I'll just go, you know, if I just close my eyes, I'll just fall asleep for a little bit while I'm flying along. Wow. So I'm kind of like, uh, who's the, uh, on, uh, uh, the right stuff? Uh, Gordo Cooper. Gordon Cooper, yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of like Ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, oh, Joe's yawning. Is that I mean, am, the show's over? Yeah, I think I think I'm I'm kind of petered out. I didn't sleep very well today. Uh, anyway, may have to turn the faucets on tonight. Maybe. Well, nah, I think it'll be all right. Yeah, I don't think it's getting that cold. It's not for that it long, and it hasn't been that cold for that long. Don't, Meaning things aren't cold soaked. Right. It's gotcha. fine. Yeah, okay. exactly. And you know, there's still thermal mass and whatnot. Speaking of thermal mass, I may have to take another poop. Do you want to hold my hand? Uh, no. I'll hold <laughs> no, your penis. Just, just kidding. Is anyway. people grossed out? I'm just, it's a joke, people. It's a joke, people. Don't no, I don't need. think anybody's grossed out about that, but none of our listeners. If they listen to this show, they know what they're getting into. It's, uh, yeah. I mean, how much, how long do they take us, how much do they take seriously what we say? I don't know. I mean, I, I, people have told me before that they've learned a lot of stuff, uh, you know, I would like from to think our they show. shouldn't, about the Greenbrier now, they people want to go check it out. Exactly. Yeah. New, and, uh, the bearded baker. Bearded baker. That's right. I will be reporting on his uh, sourdough. Hopefully, do a taste test. Could could do that. I mean, I'll have to. Well, we won't be recording for another number of days, so I don't know how that's going to work. But we'll figure it out. Especially anyway. if you sit down and eat the whole fucking loaf. Yeah, I'll, which you might do because I know I, saw I should write a, I should write a diary as I'm going along through the loaf. You could sit down <laughs> and record yourself just eat. Just record yourself. Right. As I as I'm going through, I'm smelling it first. It's a whole loaf. And then you break it open, it has another layer of aromas. Mm. And then at the very end, now it's becoming a chore. I'm just mad at the world because now I'm stuffed full of dough bread. Yeah, you're just like <laughs> half dough boy at that point. I just... 
I'm really like, now reg- I'm going to go get in my plane, but I can't fit my seatbelt on. <laughs> I'm, really, I'm really regretting the whole decision of going to West of Third this morning. Yeah, thanks, Sarah. <laughs> with all your carbs. <laughs> anyway, you got anything else, Paul? No. Yeah, me either. I have a lot of something else's, but we're not going to talk about <laughs> any of that. We don't need to do that this episode. No. All right, thank you, guys. Have a good night. All right. <laughs>